Hey, and welcome to Texas Twink, I guess. <laughs> this is the very first episode. So if this is, you know, the first time you're listening, well, I mean, obviously it'll be the first time you're listening. It's the first episode. But um, what I mean to say is, if you don't know who I am, my name is Rick. Um, I'm probably not going to use my name very often just because the pod is called Texas Twink and I am the Texas Twink. So you'll hear me refer to myself as either Twink, Texas Twink, uh, you know, dumbass, whatever kind of just, yeah, feels right. But never, never in the third person. So you, my name is Rick, but you guys don't really need to know that. Um, and yeah, this pod is basically in essence. In essence, Texas Twink is just a very bored and... Yeah, just a very bored twink that has a lot to say. Because I do, honestly, about anything, anything. So if you're looking for a theme, I don't really know what I would classify this podcast as, but um, the main message is me. (laughs) I'm just going to talk about me, my experiences, my sex life, my, you know, relationships, my school, just me, 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 me. And obviously, you know, I'm going to include some current events, you know, some other things it won't just be 100% me but for the most part it's just gonna be you know this twink just sitting here and going on and on about himself for an hour so if that sounds interesting to you I guess keep listening but if it doesn't I'm sorry I don't know what to say that's what it is (laughs) it's just me so yeah um since it's episode one and you know this is new to both you and me, I figured let's start with a little introduction, you know. Who am I, I suppose? So who am I? Well, honestly, if I had to like introduce myself to somebody, I don't even know what I'd say. Um, I don't like talking to people. I know. I know in your head, you're probably like, well, then why are you doing a podcast? I like talking. I do. I love talking. I just don't like talking to people specifically, you know? Um, It's hard. So I said, I'll sit down and talk to myself. I already do that all the time. Might as well, you know, make a podcast out of it. So here we are. I'm also currently in my flop era. Um, Yeah, 18 years old, in my flop era. Um, but that's fine, you know, I'm cool with it. Um, I'm going to be very real in this pod, very unfiltered, very, I mean, yeah, just real. So if that makes you, you know, not comfortable talking about like sex, depression, um, you know, social anxiety, stuff like that, like I'm going to go into, you know, family relationships, um, Anal sex. (laughs) Stuff like that. So if things like that make you uncomfortable, queasy, or I don't know, whatever. um, You should probably just not hear this. Because pretty much everything that comes out of my mouth is either about sex or about depression. (laughs) Really. It's going to be either one or the other. So. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm in my flop era. And that's, that's fine. Really, honestly, honestly. It is fine. I'm okay with that. Um, I, I don't know where I'm going in life. And I doubt, I seriously doubt that I'm the only person out there. I mean, I'm 18. I am imagining, I'm not sure, but I'm imagining that there's more of you guys out there. You know, there's more people that don't know what career they want to choose, that don't know what they want to major in, you know, don't even know if they want to live in the U.S. I know I don't. I don't know what I'm going to, where I'm going to be in five years. I genuinely have no idea. I don't know if I'll be in the U.S. I don't know if I'll be in college or if I'll graduate college. 
or if I'm going to grad school, if I'm going to drop out, it's all very, you know, in the works, which is not, you know, ideal. It's not the best. It's not what I would hope for, but I'm fine with it. I'm not in a rush to figure things out. I'm just kind of going with the flow because that's what feels right. You know, to me personally, I've never really been a, oh, plan your life away guy. No, more of a go with the flow, kind of get things done. If it happens, it happens. And if not, we'll figure it out, dude. You know, carpe, carpe diem, I guess, you know, seize the day. So, so yeah, that's basically me. We got it. Um, flop era, I'm fine with it. Um, being a, being a disaster, well, not being a disaster, but just kind of the whole situation of, oh, this is fucked, or like, fuck, I don't know, you know, this, I'm screwed. That's kind of comfortable to me because it's just what I know. My whole life has always been like, fuck, now what do I do? Or fuck, how do I fix this? Most of my life has kind of been geared towards, um, you know, how do I fix this rather than, oh, let me build this path. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm building this house. I'm not building this house to live in. It's more like, oh, I found this house and it's broken. So I'll just kind of fix it up, you know, as I go. <laughs> that's, that's more like me, I guess. Um... I'm really sorry, guys. I'm very totally sorry. This is the first podcast up. And if this is boring, if I'm not making sense, like I, I totally get it. If you want to go ahead and just stop listening, I won't feel bad because I'm, I'm just a dumbass talking into a microphone right now. So totally get it. But yeah, my life philosophy is I really just don't care about most things. I don't. Most things don't affect me. Most things don't really matter to me. But obviously certain things do, you know. I'm not going to pretend to be one of those bad boys, you know, like, oh, I'm so cool. I don't care. Whatever. I'm fine. No, I'm not. (laughs) Never. I'm never fine. Ever. But that's okay, you know. I don't think we have to be fine all the time. But what I mean by I don't care is, no, I'm not an asshole. Well, yes, I am. (laughs) But I don't mean like, oh, I don't care in a bad way. I just kind of mean like I give myself a break. If I miss a deadline, not that I don't care. I'll still do it, obviously, maybe late, but I'll do it. But I won't give myself a hard time about it. I'll say, you know, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't, in the grand scheme of thing, it doesn't matter this, I don't know, not turning in your homework at 11.59 is not going to make or break you. You know, sure, your grade will suffer. Sure, you know, there'll be some downsides to it, but it really doesn't matter. Like, if you, for example, yesterday I didn't wake up for class. Yeah, I know. I just didn't. My mom was, my mom called me. She was pissed off. And I said, dude, like, it does not matter. Like, yes, I missed a day of class. It's an absence. Yes, I missed out. But in the grand scheme of things, like, I'm not going to fail the class just because I didn't wake up on Tuesday. So, you know, cut yourself some slack. Honestly, things aren't as important. I believe things aren't as important as we kind of make them out to be. Um... We kind of build up their importance in our minds. You know, so for example, um, I'm going to go with Taylor Swift (laughs) because it's the best example I can give, I suppose. Taylor Swift, um, she's the love of my life. Well, no, she's definitely one of my like icons, I suppose you could call. I've I've loved her for, you know, years. So obviously when... She came out on the Eras tour and I had to have tickets. I had to go see her. It was super important. It was super important. I couldn't miss that for the world. See, that's me. 
I'm building up that importance of like, hey, this concert is everything. You need to go to this concert. That's me. I could go to my friend, I don't know, random friend Kaylee. She fucking hates Taylor Swift. Um, to her, obviously, it would not be important. To her, she would say, well, why the fuck do I care if Taylor Swift is on tour? Like, you know, it doesn't affect me. And that's my point. We all kind of just set these, we set these, the importance, we set the importance of things. Sorry, I'm shit at talking. So we kind of set the importance of everything in our own minds. We make those decisions, whether we want to or not, like, you know, we place everything in an order of importance. You know, is work more important than school or is school more important than work? And, you know, what's more important? What time do you have to wake up at? Because you have priorities, because, you know, you have things to do. You have to be in this class. Maybe you think breakfast is important. You have to make time to schedule that in. I might have gone a little bit off the rails, but the main point I was trying to get across at is you are, you know, you make your decisions. You choose what's important. So just think about that. If right now you're in the same boat as me, you're a mess, you're in your flop era, you're like, fuck, I'm a loner. Just kind of really think about it and say, does it matter? <laughs> like, does it really matter? Or is that just me projecting the, this importance on this thing? I don't, I don't fucking know. Talk to a therapist. I'm <laughs> next on my list. <laughs> next. So let's see. I wrote a little... I have notes on my notes app. So that's, you know, what I'm going with. So next on my list is... Okay. My goal. We all kind of have goals in life. You know, some people want to be, I don't know, president. Some people want to be a lawyer. Some people want to, you know, people have goals, I'm assuming, right? That's like a normal thing to do. My goal is honestly just to be happy and content. And no, I'm not trying to be one of those like wellness influencers on TikTok that are, you know, fucking annoying as fuck. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a hippie and I'm not a wellness influencer. I just, honestly, like my whole life, I think all I've ever searched for is comfort and happiness. Honestly, comfort and happiness. And it's so goddamn hard. It is so, they're two very, you know, simple things, happiness, comfort, but goddamn, is it hard to find them? And see, I'm not sure if that's, if everyone has that same struggle or if it's just me because I'm a degenerate and I, <laughs> you know, I fuck everything up. So I'm not sure if that's just me or if it's, you know, everyone feels the same way. But my whole life, that has been what I, you know, just seek out happiness and comfort. I want to surround myself with people that I like, well, rather people that like me because most people don't like me and I'm fine with that but eventually my goal is to find you know a group of people that don't mind me and you know like having me around happiness and content I don't really give a fuck about like money success or like fame I know people are super into those people are you know desperate to go to law school People are desperate to go viral on TikTok. People are desperate to become rich and not have to work. I don't really give a fuck about any of that. Um, I grew up poor. I'm still, right now I have like, I probably owe the bank money right now, honestly. I have less than zero dollars in my account. So yeah, I'm poor. I'm broke like all the time. Living kind of paycheck to paycheck. And I'm okay with that. I think because I grew up poor, like money just was not, it was never a huge, um, again, we each set the importance of things in our minds. So to me, money doesn't have that much value. I mean, yes, you need it to live. Like I need to pay rent, I need to eat. But besides that, it doesn't matter. You know, I'd rather, 
spend the day painting and writing and having fun, you know, that's all free. You can do all that for free. (laughs) Then be at work, you know, just miserable to have a few extra bucks. I don't, I'm not going to, because you're not going to get rich realistically. You're not going to become rich just because you pick up a few extra shifts at work. You'll have more money. You'll be more comfortable. Yes. But you don't necessarily need to. Again, everyone is in a different boat. Everyone sets different levels of importance to things. But me personally, money has never been a huge thing. Like I don't plan my life around, oh, I need this career so that I can make a good living and buy a good home and start a good family and be successful. Like, no, fuck no. I just want to be happy, dude. Honestly, again, I'm gonna go with the flow kind of dude. So yeah, it's not what I'm looking for. If that's what you're looking for, I'm not saying you're wrong because I'm going to sound like a broken record, but back to the same fucking thing. We decide what's important to us. If you decide, you know, hey, I want to be a fucking, I don't know, work on Wall Street, major in economics, go for it. You do you. I mean, I don't know why you would do it, but <laughs> you do you, dude. And yeah, that's my goal, just to be happy. And hopefully, I know it's kind of not random, but I'm hoping that this podcast will kind of help me on that little journey to be not happy necessarily, but I'm going to talk about me. And I've said this before, I'm going to be real. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to give you my raw, unfiltered thoughts and feelings and experiences. And my hope is, you know, I'm going to reflect on this. Maybe at some point in the future, I'll listen and say, okay, shit, you went through this you grew, you learned, whatever. And that's my goal for the podcast to kind of help me reflect on my life and kind of kind of just help me, allow me to grow, I guess. That's it. Yeah. I'm not the best. Yeah, sorry. Um I love to talk. Unfortunately, I'm just not very good at it, guys. I'm going to have to work at it. Definitely. So um I don't just love to talk though. I love writing too. Um, I actually love it. So if I had to like, well, I'm an English major. I should have started off with that, I guess. I'm an English major at the University of Texas in Austin. Um, So obviously I fucking love English. Well, not so much the English language, like linguistics, rather literature. I'm a slut for like, poetry and figurative language and shit slut absolute slut so yeah so i don't just love to talk i love to write and i write almost i mean we all write every day but i specifically write you know creative stuff so if i had to categorize myself as a specific type of writer i would say you know i'm more into the creative kind of stuff so i'm not like i don't i'm not a weirdo I don't like writing essays and like fucking schoolwork. I like writing for me, writing, you know, for fun. So currently I'm in the process of writing a novel, um, nothing major, but if you want me to go into depth, into depth, sorry, English is not my first language. I should have said that also at the beginning. I'm not a native English speaker. I'm a Spanish, I'm a native Spanish speaker. But I, I mean, I've known English my whole life. So anyways, the point is, I don't know how to pronounce certain words. So if you hear me pronounce something wrong, don't laugh, please. So I can go more into depth on this if you guys want me to on the whole novel thing. Another episode, definitely, if that's what you want. But I'm going to assume you guys don't give a fuck and I'm just going to mention it. So... For the sake of the introduction, um, that's it. That's all I'm going to say about the novel. But obviously, you know, I also, I assume, I'm assuming, because again, I don't have a lot of friends, but I'm assuming that um, everybody journals, right? Like I'm, I can't be just the only weird person that journals. I imagine 
people write their thoughts, right? Like a diary is a common thing to have, I imagine. I don't know. Y'all let me know. Is journaling like something most people do? I think it is, but I don't know. So I journal daily. Um, it's just like random thoughts, feelings, you know, whatnot. But more recently, I started also songwriting, which is, you know, not like... I'm not going to say, oh, I write like pop songs because no, I'm not writing any of that. What I mean by songwriting is like, you know, I'll be chilling and maybe a few lines will pop into my head or like a phrase or a verse. And I just kind of play around with the words and kind of rhyme or make up a story in my head or, you know, write it down just for a while until it becomes like a little, not a song per se, but a tune. I do it in Spanish too, obviously. Um, but it's just something I do for fun. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm a creative writer, <laughs> basically, is the point of that. I like writing and speaking, just not at people <laughs> or with people. So, yeah. Um, I do have a grinder story that I want to share with you all. But before that, I think I should talk about my high school years. I, I think I should just do everything in chronological order. I'm sorry. Again, I know this is messy. I know this is probably hard to listen to, not very interesting, but it's the first episode, dude. Like I'm, I'm barely figuring it out. I'm barely figuring it out, guys. So, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Freshman year. Well, no, not freshman year. Let's start with, you know, go back. Back, back, back to kindergarten. Yeah. When I was in kindergarten, um, my kindergarten teacher went ahead and gave us a... You get report cards, I guess, in kindergarten. Um, I don't know what the fuck they're grading or how they're grading because, again, it's kindergarten. I'm, you know, don't imagine you're doing anything quite challenging. <laughs> or anything special but nevertheless we get report cards <sighs> there's a very specific report card in mind i remember the teacher my kindergarten teacher wrote down in the report card she said ricky needs to learn how to make oh no how to yeah she said Ricky needs to learn how to make and keep friends. Um, and that kind of just stuck with me my whole life. Like, I'm not hating on the teacher at all, even though, come on, bitch. Like, with what? <laughs> <I'm> kindergarten. <laughs> but, okay. I'm not going to say she fucked me up because she didn't. I did that on my own, but it definitely did something. You know, I do have a very hard time making friends. An extremely hard like I have social anxiety I I love to talk I just cannot talk to people if I'm comfortable enough with you yeah I'll talk at you for hours but if I don't know you you'll be lucky to get my name like honestly honestly and I'm not gonna sit here and blame it on the teacher because that that'd be fucked up obviously she didn't do it like she wasn't planning on that but it did affect me it affected me in the way that well, my mom, my mom is very, very um, sentimental. She'll keep everything. She will keep, you know, my baby blankets, my baby pictures, everything. So every once in a blue moon, she'll clean the house, stumble, you know, come across the kindergarten report card. And she'll say, oh, Ricky, you know. Have you worked on learning how to keep and make friends? So she's brought it up, you know, several times throughout my life. And again, not saying she did it on purpose. I'm not saying she wanted to fuck me up, but it had an effect. It really did. Like, there's a voice now in my head that says, you suck at making friends. People don't like you, dude. And as much as I know that's not true... Like, I know, you know, for the most part, people are nice. But my head just kind of says, no, dude, you know, you, 
people don't like you. They don't. They're annoyed of you. So never really made friends um, throughout high school, middle school, not even really in college, honestly. Still kind of a loner. But this isn't, I'm not, this isn't like whining about, you know, I'm not trying to whine like, oh, I'm a loner. I'm just trying to explain to you guys, kind of give you an idea of who I am. Because I'm fine being a loner, honestly. And again, I don't want to sound like one of those, you know, fucking TikToks telling you, oh, go out and be alone. No, do whatever the fuck you want. But for me personally, my reality is 99% of the time I am alone. So, you know, I'm just comfortable with it because it's what I've known for the majority of my life. And it's probably what I'm gonna, you know, experience. I'm not gonna say for the rest of my life because, you know, I don't know what's in store. But, you know, I have this idea that I will be kind of not alone per se, but a loner, you know, at least for a couple more years, naturally. So, yeah, that's, you know, so middle school, Lil Ricky, <laughs> Lil Ricky, Lil Gay, pre coming out Ricky, Lil Gay Ricky had friends, yeah. Well, little closeted Ricky, sorry. So closeted Ricky had friends, you know. He had very straight friends because closeted Ricky was, you know, quote unquote straight. (laughs) So I had friends and we would, it was middle school. So, you know, we would play Xbox. We would, I remember at that time, Fortnite was like a big thing. So we would play Fortnite till like fucking four in the morning, you know, we'd stay up just chatting, making jokes, laughing, play. I, it was a blast. Well, it was middle school, you know, we didn't have shit to do. And I loved it. I really did. I thought it was, I loved it. Um, but, you know, basically Lil Ricky um, kind of developed a crush on this guy in middle school, this little boy. And in my head, I said, okay, I'm going to tell him I like him and he's going to say he likes me too. And we're going to date. Like that's that. (laughs) That was my reasoning. That was my logic. Very obviously, um, sadly, (laughs) I was very wrong. I wasn't just wrong. I was very wrong because basically I was like, Hey, I like you. And he said, oh, cool. I don't really give a fuck. And I was like, okay. I mean, it's not good or bad. It's just, you know, whatever. So yeah, he just said like, okay, whatever. I don't care. Next day, Ricky walks into middle school and the entire school, well, not the entire school because I was not that popular. Come on. But everyone that knows me, at least, they all know. Because little boy went and told everybody, Ricky has a crush on me. So everybody knows that, you know, little straight Ricky is actually just little gay Ricky. Sorry, I was about to get canceled. (laughs) It was just little gay Ricky. So, um, yeah, that happened in seventh grade, middle school. And... It was another kind of pivotal point in my life just because after that point, I was known as the gay kid. Like after that point in time, there was no more Ricky. It was just kind of like you think of like, yes, you would think Ricky, but you think Ricky, you think, oh, gay. You think Ricky, you think, oh, weird. You think Ricky, you think like, oh, you know, avoid him. And... That just kind of continued all through high school. I, after that moment, I never really made, I mean, I made a couple straight friends, you know, I had obviously like, you know, Roger, Kevin, but that's about it. I didn't really have a lot of straight friends because for the most part, you know, straight people kind of, well, straight men, straight boys at that time, I guess, 
straight boys kind of avoided me because in their mind they're thinking oh he's gay like he's gonna fall in love with me or oh he has a crush on me obviously or oh he just wants to fuck me or whatever the situation whatever they're thinking is the main message is you know ricky's weird i don't want to be his friend and yeah that kind of just followed me all throughout high school and it wasn't I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it was terrible, horrible, because I'm very well aware. I am very well aware that there's people that get beat up in high school. There's people that, you know, get called names. There's people that all sorts of things. There's bullying is a very serious issue. I don't think I got bullied. I was like, they never made fun of me for being gay. They never called me any names. I never saw any text messages about me, like whatever. Well, well, not about being gay. I saw text messages about me, but just because I was an asshole <laughs> in high school. But yeah, you know, for the most part, I didn't have a lot of friends. And I just kind of developed into this loner type. I'm okay being on my own, kind of don't have an option. But yeah. So... The point of that was I wasn't necessarily happy being back, being in high school, being in high school, um, being in high school, I very much just had this attitude that, you know, everyone hates me. And once I like move to this big city, everyone's going to love me. And, you know, life is going to be great. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to move there. And everyone's going to find me fascinating and just want to be my friend. (laughs) Well, obviously, (laughs) I was very fucking wrong. Uh, Yes, life... I do very much enjoy my life here in Austin, which isn't even really a big city. It is a city, but it's not a huge city. It's a big city, but not a huge city. I very much enjoy my life here. Yeah, it's good. Would I say it's great? No. (laughs) But then again, how many people can say their life is great. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. My life is good, but it's not great. And trust me, not everyone here thinks I'm fascinating and loves me. I don't really have friends. Again, I don't really have friends. I'm fine with it, but it's not what I thought it would be. It's very different from, you know small town boy having big city dreams like it's this is reality (laughs) this is reality and obviously it just wasn't what i was expecting but yeah so i i ended up graduating a year early from high school as a junior just because again my attitude was very much i hate this place i hate this place everyone hates me you know, I need to leave. I need to get out. I need to escape. That was my attitude. It really was. It really was. And so I did it. I graduated early. I got into UT, the University of Texas at Austin. Now I'm here, you know, hook them. <laughs> now we're the Texas twink. So you see, it all kind of started from that little boy kind of outing me to everyone and one thing kind of led to the next and I hated high school so I left early came here and when I got here last um last August I've been here a year already I got here last August as a freshman and fuck man it was incredible it was eye-opening it was i had the blast i had the best time of my life during that one that first week that first week that i moved here to austin it was amazing everything was new everything was exciting there was so much possibility because you know when you have a new beginning it's just kind of magical to think nothing is set in stone everything is uncertain Like, I can make a million decisions. Every decision is mine to make. You know, my story is mine to write. So obviously, I got here. 
and I loved it. It was incredible. It was amazing. It was exactly what I had imagined. It was better. And then, you know, school started. I didn't make too many friends because I didn't really, I, I still don't know how to make friends. This, these are all things that most people develop in high school, but, or middle school or adolescence or whatever. I didn't. I really didn't. And I still don't know how to make friends. I'm still figuring it out. Um, I hope I'll get better. I hope one day it just comes naturally. But as of right now, it's very much not the case. And yeah, like I just, it's, it was hard. It was definitely very hard being alone. And then, you know, classes started, the work started piling up. It was a very bad time for me. Very bad time for me mentally. Um, being lonely, be drowning in schoolwork, not understanding. Because I also come from... I come from not the best of high schools. I didn't grow up in a very, you know, very, how do I put this? I kind of grew up in a ghetto, in the ghetto. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I'm sorry, don't cancel me. But I kind of did grow up in the ghetto. So, you know, I wasn't ready. I really was not prepared at all for what college, what university would be like. I wasn't. I wasn't. Class wasn't that bad. I just wasn't prepared for it because I've never been a cons I've never had to consistently do schoolwork in my life ever since like, I don't know, I'm going to think back to middle school. Back in middle school, I would skip class all the time. Freshman year of high school, I skipped more than half of my class days. Like I was... I've never really been strict on myself about school, about schoolwork, about responsibilities. And that's on me. It's kind of on my parents too, kind of on my teachers. But for the main part, <laughs> for the most part, it's on me. And, you know, so yeah, I've never been a consistent person. I've never had to go to school every day, stay on top of your schoolwork and, you know, make time to study. That's never been me. So I got here. I was kind of just thrown into the deep end, you know, figure it out. Because I was alone. I had no friends. You know, I wasn't making new friends. I had to figure it out. And unfortunately, I did not. <laughs> I did not figure it out, like, at all. It was, it was horrible. Um, I went into this deep depression. Um, you know, basically, I flunked out. I did. I flunked out. I had a series of questionable and unfortunate grinder <laughs> encounters. But basically, I ended up flunking out. I ended up flunking out and, you know, I went home for the summer for, I'm gonna, it wasn't even the summer. I went home for about a month. I was just working, staying with my parents, kind of thinking like, okay, what's my next move? Like, college didn't work out. Like, what am I going to do now? Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I was miserable. I went back home and I was miserable. I knew this is not what I want to spend my life doing. Or at, la at least not here. At least not in this town with my family. Like, I was... It was bad. I was miserable at home. I had family issues, um, which I won't go too deep into. Most of them were my fault, like, mo <laughs> just a little, you know, warning. Most of the problems in my life and the issues I face, they're usually of my creation. Like, <laughs> I usually am the one to fuck things up and then have to fix them. So, family issues, I went ahead, I knew my mom hated tattoos. I went and got a tattoo. What happened? She found out and, you know, it was a rough patch, <laughs> very rough patch. But again... That was me. I chose to do that, made a bad decision and, you know, had to figure it out. Obviously, that wasn't the only family issue. I've, it's a series of things, but for the most part, it was, you know, my fault-ish. I still didn't have any friends. I was back home and still, like, had no friends. I was bored. It was either work or do nothing because I wasn't, 
It was summer, so I was no longer in school, and I had the idea that I wasn't going back to school. So I still had no friends. My days consisted of either sleep or work. Like if you're not at work, you're sleeping, and if you're not sleeping, then you're probably at work. Like I had no life at all. It was horrible, miserable. <sighs> Basically, eventually, I don't know how it happened. I ended up with blue hair. I dyed my hair blue, fell in love with it, and at work, they kind of said like, "No,、um, you know, we're assholes, and we think blue hair is weird. We think everyone should look boring and natural. So you know, you have to change your hair if you want to keep working here." So I did the only logical thing. I said, "Fuck no." I、um, I wore a wig for a while, wore some hats. I got tired of it, and I said, "Fuck no, I'm not gonna change my hair just because my job doesn't like it." Like the fuck. So I said, I took it as a sign, and I said, "Let's leave. Like let's break this cycle of misery right now." So I said, "Let's go back to Austin. I like Austin. Let's go back, and hopefully things will get better." Now at this point, I had already started taking Prozac. I was, you know, I was happy-ish. Or、I keep saying I'm happy, but happiness is a concept. You can't really, you know, it's hard to describe. But in my mind, I I thought moving to Austin would be the best move, the best decision for me, and you know, I'd get to keep my blue hair, obviously, slay. So yeah, basically, it was Monday. I decided to move to Austin. By Thursday, I was already moved in. It kind of happened like that. I don't know if you caught that, but. I snapped. <laughs> I snapped because it was quick. It was fast. It was it just happened, and that's kind of on point for me. Again, you guys don't know me, but I'm a very spontaneous person.、Um, I'm not big on consistency. I'm not big on a schedule. So I, you know, very spontaneous. Just FYI.、Um, So yeah, that's you know about the last year, ish in summary, in school wise at least, very much school wise. I did leave out all of the sex <laughs> and dates that I went on this past year because because I kind of reserved. I wanted the last thing I talk about today to be my virginity, so. <laughs> I'm gonna talk, tell you guys how I lost my virginity, and yeah, that's what I'm gonna do.、Um, so after high school, I lost my virginity to a week after high school. I graduated in May, and like a week later, I was on Grinder. I was 18 at the time. I was on Grinder, and basically, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like the gay porn industry. But I had sex with a porn star. I had sex with Angel Rivera, a porn star.、Um, I didn't believe him. I didn't. Like at first, we were just kind of talking, and then he sent me a picture of himself, and I was like, "Oh, like do you think I'm fucking stupid? That's a porn star." And he's like, "No, that's me, dummy." And I said, "No, like I'm not stupid." So he FaceTimed me,、um, and I was like, "Oh shit, you know that's." He's a porn star. <laughs> That's him. So he invited me over, and since the get go, he was kind of like, "Oh, you know, you can't park here. You can't park at the house. Make sure you park at the neighbor's house, or make sure you park down the street, but don't park at my house." But little virgin Ricky, you know, he was like, "Okay," because keep in mind, I've never had throughout high school and everything. Like I'd never had. Dating experiences. I didn't have any sexual experiences. I had nothing, because I, I was gay in a small town in Texas. So, yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. So I went along with it. He said, "Don't park here." Okay, parked at the neighbor's house.、Um, walked in. He was naked. I knocked at the door, and he was naked, which was like, wow. Oh, like we're getting straight right into business, you know. It was weird because it was my first time, 
And I literally, he opened the door and was naked. He led me to his room. Automatically, he was like, okay, take off your clothes. Like, he was like, what the fuck are you waiting? He didn't say it like that, obviously. But he very much gave the attitude of, you know, move it. Move it or lose it. So I took off my clothes and I face fucked him. <laughs> I did. I, that's all we did. So I don't know if I, you could say I lost my virginity, but I will... I consider this as losing my virginity because up until that point, I had never had any sort of, you know, experiences whatsoever. So, yeah, I face-fucked him. And I would say that prob- it probably ended up setting the tone for all of my future sexual encounters. Um, just because, think about it, it's your first time and... Everyone always says, you know, make your first time special or whatever. I don't fucking know. That bullshit. Mine was very much not special. Like, it was a porn star. I found him on Grindr. I face-fucked him. That is so not romantic or special. And it kind of... I would say it kind of did fuck me up. In a way. In a way. From my point of view right now, I would say that... Losing my virginity to a porn star, you know, it was not the smartest thing to do. Um, Because now I very much see sex as like, not something intimate. I've never, I don't consider it something like personal and intimate. I kind of just see it as, oh, you know, sex, whatever. And I think that's the attitude that a lot of gay men have. And it goes back to the same thing. We kind of grow up... um, not having these experiences, not being able to date, not, obviously not everyone, not everyone. Some people are lucky to grow up, you know, perfectly openly gay. They have relationships, they have friendships, and they're normal. But I'm not that case. I'm just a weirdo who, you know, experienced nothing growing up. And there's a lot of other weirdos like me that grew up not doing anything. So now that they're grown-ups and they're, you know, in college like me, now it's just kind of like, okay, let's whore around. Because it's hard to be in a relationship if you've never been in a relationship. Most of you guys had like, oh, a talking stage in high school Or, oh, you know, we went out a few times, whatever. We kissed on the playground. I don't care. I didn't have that. I've never been in a relationship. Like, I'm almost 19, and I've never been in a relationship. And I'm sure, I am positive I'm not the only one. Obviously, I know that. But it does feel like I'm a little behind on, you know, just other people my age. But it is what it is. Again, I'm not hung up on, oh, I need to date someone. I need to find a boyfriend. It's just, you know, something that's there that I would like to do in the future, but it's not a priority. And it all goes back to how I lost my virginity. At least in my head, it does. It all goes back to, it was like a business transaction, you know? I was there for sex. We were both there just for sex. No feelings, no nothing. I have didn't know anything about him. We didn't have any conversations. It was just sex. So that's kind of what I've been expecting ever since, you know. Most grinder encounters, I'll go into it with that same mindset of, "Oh, this is sex. You know, it's not going anywhere. I don't know him. I don't care what he does, who he is." He doesn't care who I am. We're just here to fuck. And do I think that's the most healthy mindset? No, definitely not. But that's, you know, where we are. That's what we have. Um, Also, let me clarify. Not that... I'm assuming you guys don't care, but let me clarify. It was not good. It was not good sex. I know sex with a porn star sounds amazing. Like, it looked amazing. It looked great. Like, it looked so hot. But did it feel good? No. It felt like shit. Um, not sure if it, you know, I mean, I, 
was losing my virginity. So very possible that I was just awkward or weird or there's a million things obviously that could have gone wrong. But for the most part, I did not enjoy it. Um, I took forever to finish and basically he just kind of made me finish myself. He's like, okay, yeah, finish yourself off. Like I'm tired. And then he kicked me out. So yeah, <laughs> that's how I lost my virginity to a porn star. Um, I was going to talk about some current events, um, but there's not really anything happening right now. I mean, it's, I was scrolling through Instagram, I guess, and I saw Joe Jonas is divorcing Sophie Turner. What the fuck? They were like a power couple. They were like the power couple. I'm sorry. I'm sure none of you guys care at all. <laughs> like, I'm sure you guys are not interested or are going to lose any sleep over this. But to me, it's like, wow, fuck, man. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are not together. Like, Taylor Swift fucking... She talks, she's made lyrics about them before, you know, they just, they sold their house in, um, I don't know where their house was, but I saw it online. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous, gorgeous. They're two very beautiful and gorgeous people, honestly, both of them, both Sophie and Joe, both very talented. Well, Joe Jonas is not that talented, <laughs> but Sophie Turner is, she's a very good actress. So, Yeah. I'm not necessarily distraught by this news. It's just kind of like, damn, fuck, man. Everyone's breaking up. Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn, Shakira and Pique, um, you know, Kim and Kanye. <laughs> Everyone's, this is like single season. Kim and Pete, you know, single season. Am I right? So, yeah. Um, I had more to say, but... I think I'm done. I think I've rambled for long enough. I think you guys are have had enough. And if by some miracle you're still out there and you're still listening, I love you. I do. You're so nice and kind. Thank you. I didn't I'm not expecting anyone to sit through these 52 minutes straight of me talking because I don't know how to talk. So I'm not expecting it. But if you do finish this episode, thank you. It means a lot to me. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to me talk about nothing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to cut it short because it's been an hour. Damn, 52 minutes. I didn't think I could physically talk for that long, but I did. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you did you know, send me a message. Um, I haven't, I'm going to set up an email account for this podcast. It's going to be texastwink at gmail.com. Just email me if you have anything. I'll put in the, you know, bio of the podcast, if anything. And if you have my number, you know, tell me what you think. Otherwise, you know, I don't care. See you next time, I guess. Ciao, Ovidazin. Until next time.